0: Welcome to Icky Ichabod's Weird Wrestling Live from Grand Fork's Best Source, but we're going to be doing a Fabian intro today. Welcome to Icky Ichabod's Weird Cinema Live from Grand Fork's Best Source, and we're on fire! Yeah! Boom, 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 boom. Boom, boom.
1: I should have planted in some uh, explosion sound effects. I was uh, was doing a, a quick little adjustment on the camera there, because... We're talking about Wrestling Society X, the promotion that loves the camera shake effect like no other.
0: Yes, but before we, you know, we're also going to be talking about the Time Bomb show last week. But Before we get to that, we'd like to put put out a word from our sponsors. River Cinema 15 and the Shire Bar and Grill. Make the River Cinema 15 and the Shire Bar and Grill your next dinner and a movie destination. Both are located in the River Mall in East Grand Forks. Either dine inside the Movie Memorabilia restaurant, The Shire, or take your meal to the movie you're attending. Some of this week's featured attractions are Guardians of the Galaxy 3, Renfield, and Air. You can find the complete showtimes and listings online at rivercinema15.com. Don't forget about the Tuesday special of $5 movies all day long and 5:50 senior matinee special on Wednesdays and Thursdays. The River Cinema has luxury recliners and expanded concessions that now serve adult beverages and is family owned and operated by the same company that runs the Grand Theater in Crookston. For their show, times look online at
1: morefamilytheaters.com. Yeah, so Icky, Wrestling Society X, what made you want to talk about this? weird wrestling today
0: because there's just so many alumni from all the different promotions uh you got like vampiro you got six puck who used to be known as x-puck uh you got new jack you got vic grimes
1: you've covered ecw xpw before just
0: incredible
1: uh kid chaos from xpw yeah it was quite the roster and then this Debuted in the beginning of two thousand six. Ten episodes, only just over uh, not even ten weeks.
0: Yeah, it's only like twenty minutes per episode or something like that. You were saying.
1: How about some background to set up what what set up Wrestling Society X for people unaware of it? What is Wrestling Society X? Wrestling
0: Society X was basically a thing that MTV did in order to get wrestling on their channel because they thought it would it would it would you know be be successful. Because, you know, you got, like, other shows like Celebrity Deathmatch and Jackass and stuff like that that did do stuff like this.
1: Yeah, that's right. MTV, they had Celebrity Deathmatch, like, their their awesome claymation, like, wrestling fight show. And then for several years, they had Sunday Night Heat also, the old WWF show.
0: Really? I thought uh, Wrestling Society X was the first wrestling show on MTV.
1: Well, they had Sunday Night Heat for several years, and uh, then it moved to USA for a while, and then kind of bounced to Spike. It kind of bounced, but it was on MTV for like, it's, I want to say four or five years. And then they also had Tough Enough, also the first few seasons of Tough Enough.
0: It's kind of like uh, TNN with ECW, then, in a way. Yeah. Because they, they used it, but they it really didn't, you know, it wasn't really a big money maker. And it's kind of funny because Wrestling Society X place takes place in a bunker. Yeah, they call it the Wrestling Society X bunker, which is kind of reminiscent of like the old ECW arena, arena, or um, I forget what uh, the the L.A. Arts Center or whatever it's called that XPW used to be in.
1: Yeah, it reminded me of kind of like a underground uh, fight club type atmosphere. If people remember the movie Fight Club, where they do their fights, and it yeah. kind of had like graffiti covered gates in the background, like a yeah. garage. And the mat kind of had like all a bunch of blood and sweat stains on it and a duct taped together. It was, it had a real, just rough and rugged feel.
0: Well, you know, Wrestling Society X, as I'll talk, probably talk about later, had a lot of things in common with the Japanese style because of some of the weapons they'd use. Uh, basically, Wrestling Society X opened up the doors for some of these newer hardcore promotions. They'd use like electrical wires and, and, uh, um, fluorescent light tubes and they even had an exploding ring match i watched the exploding ring match the other day
1: Yep, i just watched it yesterday and
0: anyways as it goes it was a 100 times better than uh, aew's exploding ring death match little sparklers going off
1: yeah the aew exploding time bomb death match was very it was a disaster one of the biggest disasters in pro wrestling history of the last few years but to be fair that was live all of wsx's uh matches were taped ahead of time I think it's safe to say they definitely took advantage of adding. It seemed, maybe not for all of them, but for a good chunk of them, the special effects were added after the fact and post production. Like, maybe because there were like explosions in, like, anytime a wrestler went through some random crates, even if it looked like there was no explosives hooked up to them, they would just randomly explode and the screen would shake. I would love it in a B movie type of way.
0: Well, you know, here's the thing. Uh, there, we're, We'll talk about this promotion later, but. They called one of the matches a time bomb death match.
1: Yep, the last and on the last episode.
0: Basically, I think that's where time bomb pro got their name from. Well, I know where also they got their name from, but I think they might have been inspired by Wrestling Society X. But there was a thing called a time bomb death match in in FMW and out of the Japanese promotion FMW. Good old Cactus Jack Terry Funk, Terry Funk Cactus Jack uh, Mister Pogo, mm-hmm. if you will.
1: Yeah, yeah, those were, it. and that was on the last episode of Wrestling Society X, episode 10. Well, they even you... said at the beginning of the episode, this will be the first ever nationally aired time bomb death match, but the last episode didn't air on TV. MTV yanked them uh, off the air before that last episode aired. Do like...
0: you remember the uh, Piranha death match?
1: Yep, that was on that Chaos same episode.
0: And, I think it was, their name is Los Pochos Guapos or something
1: like that? MTV. Uh, had a lot of issues with that because they had a re- a, the goal of the match was to slam the wrestler into a, a mini aquarium of piranhas or what the announcers at least called piranhas and <laughs> ha- have them left in there for like three seconds and the the way it portrayed they showed a wrestler eventually got slammed in there and the MTV had problems with it being you know animal cruelty you know really you know? yeah big uh, I listened to a few of the commentary tracks yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was interesting hearing the creator or uh, promoter of the show, Kevin Kleinrock, talk about some of the censorship issues he had to work around with MTV.
0: Well, you know, it's it's a major uh, network. <laughs> and they can only do so much because I'm surprised that they didn't make them have uh, mats on the floor. Because a lot of the times the state athletic boards require mats.
1: Yeah. I think with the fact that it was, you could tell it had uh, more of a cinematic quality to it. Like, you had some sci-fi, uh, some, some magic even for some of the wrestlers. You want to get into some of the sci-fi angles that were mixed in there? with, Like, like I know Team Dragon Gate had some towards the end. I like uh, Vic Grimes. Vic Grimes. The camera would shake whenever he would do a slam because the guy was what, I think the announcers said, officially build him around 500 pounds. He, he gained a lot of weight. But he would, like, walk the top rope. Yeah, yeah, he was agile for well, a guy he, his size. Well,
0: we're talking about Vic Grimes. Him and New Jack kind of have like this uh, love-hate relationship, mostly hate, because uh, Vic Grimes fell on New Jack in a match and made him blind in one eye. So basically, New Jack wanted revenge, so they did a scaffold match in XPW. Yeah, and legendary. New Jack tasers Vic Grimes, and Vic Grimes falls off the. The scaffold almost misses the ring entirely, but he falls into the... He, like, bounces off the ropes into the ring. Yeah. And he only... He walks out with only a sprained ankle, but... They said if he would have hit the floor, it probably yeah. would have killed him.
1: That was, yeah, I've seen footage of, the, of what you just described. It was very gnarly looking, just, uh, you know, you mentioned New Jack. He was only on the first episode of WSX. The, how, how did you like that, how it set up uh, the first match for the WSX champion? Oh,
0: with, like, those, those pits of, like, explosives and the barbed like wire. WSX
1: rumble. And it was, like, the only time we saw New Jack, I think, the only time we saw Justin Credible and maybe a couple other guys in WSX. What was,
0: what was that uh, match called that Seamus used to wrestle with the Brawling Brutes?
1: It was, like, a Donbury street fight or oh, something like that. Oh, yeah, yep, yep. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, they had all kinds of special, like, names for street fights or brawls. Um yeah, it was a. Uh, what do you think of the shows? Like you said, uh, after they edit out the commercials, and we should mention too, there's a musical act, special guest, musical act. Well, they show.
0: had newfound glory. They had Pitbull, if I remember right. They had a, a bunch of different musical acts. Some Sparta, of them I hadn't even heard of.
1: Yeah, um, uh, three six mafia. <laughs> some pretty big names um, on the original TV airings. I remember when these first aired on MTV, they would open up the show with like them singing a condensed one minute version of one of their hit songs.
0: What about uh, Chris? But,
1: but they edited them out of the DVD. But the the would hang with the announcers for commentary for the That's show. That's
0: what I'm going to get get to here. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of that? Chris Kloss, mm-hmm. Uh, He's he's the he's the blondish uh, commentator. Was actually a commentator in XPW for a while with uh, Larry Rivera. I think was his name. Fan of his. Uh, Chris Claus. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I thought the announcers fit that kind of underground hardcore style of WSX, both of them. How did you well, like the the musicians interacting with them? It was okay. Some of them were really good rented. it, others were they had no idea what was going on. <laughs> and then uh there
0: there was a bunch of like old old wrestlers like Justin Credible, New Jack, Vic Grimes. But one of my favorites was he he uh uh would promote this uh tag team called the Trailer Park Boys and that's White Trash Johnny Webb. All about fried kick, fried chicken and butt kicking.
1: Yeah, you mentioned tag teams. Tag teams were a big part of WSX.
0: Well, Team Dragon Gate, I think there was that
1: 80s team. That 70s team. That 70s team. First time we got to see Joey Ryan on a national stage. Los
0: Pochos, Guapos, the Cartel, uh, Vic and Nick Grimes, I think, were... were Tag team. Filth and the Furious. Filth and the Fury with, a, what's his name, Hart something. Heart. Teddy Hart, yeah. Teddy Hart. He was a great wrestler in Wrestling
1: Society X. He was very, yeah. he
0: was in the Time Bomb match with. He um, did some
1: big acrobatic moves. Like, I think moonsaults off the top of the announce tower.
0: Well, he he did, he you know, he, he actually moonsaulted off the top of the cage in the uh, Time Bomb death
1: yeah. match. Yeah, the final main event he was in. Yeah, the. Yeah, time a wrestler against they were against Team Dragon Gate, they get thrown into the cage. It would explode. <laughs> you know what I didn't like about about this though?
0: Hmm. The fact that it only went on for one season. Yeah,
1: and the fact that in the last episode, oh, we're gonna debut our new belt next week. It's like yeah, they they announced two title two titles they were gonna announce for season two. They were going to add, like, it sounded like they were equivalent of a cruiserweight or X-Division title, like a high-flying type title. And then also a tag team title tournament they announced they were going to set up, too. Like, they had, they did a four-way match on the WS Extra last episode, and they said the, the winner of that last four-way match would be a team entered in the tournament. And then you also had uh, Jack Evans getting his first national exposure at, up until... A couple of years he was around in AEW. I was a huge Jack Evans fan back in this time when he was in ROH, and just seemed get a little bit of exposure here. You know
0: who I'm who I'm a big fan of, and you've probably known this because I bought a shirt from him last year. Is Eric Cannon? Yeah. He 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 actually wrestles locally now in Time Bomb Pro Wrestling.
1: Yeah, and this was his. Uh, I think yeah, among his major national exposure was right here in WSX. He had a nice team with uh did he team with Vic Grimes? Right? I think he yeah. might have. I know, and he feuded with the cartel.
0: Yeah, and... Uh, did you ever see the the tables, ladders, and cervezas?
1: Yeah. Or, that was an interesting uh, spin on the WWE-style TLC, right? Yeah, they only they had cervezas. Cervezas instead of chairs, yeah. A lot of fun deathmatch-style options. What about the big... One of the big rivalries. What did you think of Vampiro and Ricky Banderas? Oh,
0: Ricky Banderas. I, I like Ricky Banderas, but I also like Vampiro... Um, Ricky Banderas, for the people who don't know, actually played uh, Abyss's brother in uh, TNA, and he also was managed by a guy who uh, Father James Mitchell was his name for a while, but people from ECW might recognize him as the Sinister Minister.
1: Yep, yep, a classic manager. I remember Sinister Minister very well. Yeah, Ricky Banderas, they kind of gave him some creepy, mystical, sci-fi powers. He had a burned face.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I didn't like that, you know, how they had that. It reminds me of Chainsaw from
1: Women of Wrestling or WoW with the the makeup. They gave Vampiro and, uh, and Ricky Banderas this little huge backstory, and they kind of traded the, the WSX title. They were the only two major champions for WSX, Vampiro and Ricky Banderas.
0: Yeah, Vampiro is a great wrestler. For the people who didn't know who Vampiro is, he was a, a major part in WCW and a couple other promotions, but he's
1: actually not from Mexico. He's from Canada. I know he was huge in Mexico for a while. Same well, he, with Jack Evans.
0: He was a luchador, you know, he trained in Mexico if I remember right, but he wasn't, you know, from Mexico. I think he's from Canada.
1: I remember Chris Jericho had a lot of uh, interesting stories about Vampiro from his time wrestling in Mexico. They had a huge, (laughs) kind of, a little bit of animosity between each other.
0: Oh, uh, Jericho, I used to like Jericho, but when the JAS came out, the Jericho Appreciation Society, I was like, what are you doing, Chris Jericho?
1: I got to get your thoughts, Icky, about one of my favorite, kind of like, tongue-in-cheek wrestlers here in WSX, Matt Classic. Matt Classic,
0: Yeah. The guy who was basically Mr. Wrestling, but for...
1: He was, like, stuck in a time warp. He thought it was still the 50s. Exactly, like Luthez and all that stuff. He His big signature flashy move would be just, like, a traditional pile driver, or, like, he'd just do basic arm drags, but but would be super over-the-top about it. It reminds
0: me of when uh, they used to have pro wrestling at the carnival. Mm-hmm. You know, that's where pro wrestling actually
1: started off at, at it was the carnival. It was a carnival attraction. And for I'm sure a lot of people probably know this who are watching this show, but uh Matt Classic portrayed by the one and only Colt Cabana.
0: Colt Cabana. And we yeah. we were talking about him the other night at the at the uh time bomb show with the people from another podcast.
1: Oh yeah. And uh and then we should also give a quick shout out too. This is uh known better today as Seth Rollins, his first major national exposure when he was still going as Tyler Black, teaming with uh Jimmy Jacobs.
0: Was he in WSX too?
1: Yep, Jimmy Jacobs and uh, Tyler Black—they were—they were the tag team uh, DIFH. They never said what it stood for. I—I <laughs> I, uh, I like uh, Seth Rollins. I, you know, I don't care
0: what people say. I just like Seth Rollins. Oh, yeah.
1: fantastic wrestler. What did you think of the half-hour format for the show?
0: I liked it because you can you can watch more than one episode in a time, and it doesn't get old. But. You know, when you're cutting the matches to like two or three minutes a piece, it's, it's like the Human Tornado match with, the, I forget who he was wrestling, but they cut it off because they said the time limit had expired. It was Matt
1: Seidel or Evan Bourne, better known in WWE. Yeah, yeah. They Evan Bourne or Matt Seidel is known in here in WSX and, you know, ROH, AEW, great high flyer, Jack Evans. They had some great matches, some great it, you know, it was kind of like how we interviewed Eric on Time Bomb. Uh, you'd, would you say WSX had a great variety and diverse styles, hardcore, high-flying? Yeah,
0: yeah. A lot of Lucha Libre style in this promotion, but a lot of hardcore style, too, even though it was kind of over-the-top and kind of corny sometimes.
1: And then they had the all the bonuses. They were only online-only episodes at the time, but WSX are. They were like little 15- to 20-minute episodes with some highlights and maybe one or two exclusive matches.
0: Well, you know, uh, we should maybe wrap it up here. Cause we want to talk about the time bomb show, but
1: maybe like a couple favorite moments and matches from WSX to wrap it up. I got a quote from Fabian.
0: Mm -hmm. Fabian is a puzzle. He has never been a pawn in someone else's game. Master of ceremonies with chaos and emotion.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There, I would say a couple of favorite moments and matches for mine. Uh, you referenced Human Tornado and Matt Seidel, the time, the only time limit draw in WSX. And then also Jack Evans and Matt Seidel, another great match. Uh, yeah, And then some of the tag team matches were just really, really good stuff too. Team Dragon Gate, just super high flyers everywhere. And then that time bomb exploding death match, just, they went all out with the special effects I, of that.
0: I, I just like Fabian. I thought he was funny and cool and...
1: Oh, yeah, I should mention. You said you saw all, all the extra features and all that on the DVD. Anything that really stood out to you?
0: Not really. They had music videos though, of uh, for like Vampiro, and Los Pochos Guapos, and uh, did they do something on, like the Trailer evolution Park of Boys? Babian? That's where
1: I got that quote from that I just read. You should mention too. He, he kind of evolved throughout the well, show. He, he
0: looked normal originally.
1: First few episodes.
0: First few episodes. Then he started looking like Adam from uh, Clockwork Orange for some reason.
1: Started doing some eye makeup and a goofy hat. Yeah. Yeah, I loved it. I dug uh, it.
0: (laughs) I think uh, um, Five Finger Death Punch kind of stole from him. Because Ivan Moody from
1: Five Finger Death Punch dresses like that now. I don't know if this is streaming anywhere. We both have the DVD set. I'm sure you could probably find it online for pretty cheap. It's only 10 episodes and then like the 10 online mini episodes. And then they got a decent amount of bonus features. Would you say recommend people to check it out? Yeah, i would too i would say also just one last thing to put a pin on wsx if people want a good i thought were the uh successor to wsx lucha underground have you ever uh, seen that yeah i've seen lucha underground i, I thought would you say kind of continued the same kind of underground maybe a little bit of fancy sci-fi special effects yep. style of wsx yep uh, gosh yeah that's one i would love to talk about in the future more
0: all right well let's let's talk about time bomb time bomb show uh, the, as the real 11th. as it gets as real as it gets on the 11th was a great show eric really eric morrison and all the people who work for time bomb really went out of their way and did a great show i i you know i have a hard time being around a lot of people and it was awesome you know fonzie wrestled you know everyone's screaming the song walk when he's coming out good old um, Alfonso.
1: You know, what did you think of the sanctuary event center? Took place. Sanctuary
0: event center was wonderful. It was beautiful inside. I, I don't, I don't like normally like being in large buildings,
1: but this was you know just comfortable enough. Completely re, re, refitted church into an event center. <laughs> yeah, it was. And a- then
0: you have a, uh, you had like people like Eric Cannon and Brian Keith and all this stuff and it was just a great yeah. show brian and
1: keith had a great match yeah
0: we're you know we're gonna try to plug time bomb as much as we can uh, their next show isn't until august 10th at the sanctuary event center yeah.
1: until they start putting giving more good eye better idea of the final card and i know we we're talking to eric after the show it sounds like he's gonna want to try and come back on around later on in the summer here
0: yeah yeah that that would be awesome i i the last time we had eric on it was uh a great time eric is a good guy i've known eric for years
1: i got and, some awesome uh, time bomb pro trading cards after the show those are really cool
0: well you know here's the thing they had fonzie whistles and i wish i would have been able to buy one of those but i didn't have any cash on me oh
1: always next time or always online i'm sure you could find too yeah it was fonzie he brought it i thought he was gonna he was advertised to wrestle i thought i was gonna do like a quick like quick fluky two or three minute kind of throwaway match but he did like almost like a 10 minute uh just big old brawl <laughs>
0: he got busted open he is is he you know he, i'm surprised Fonzie didn't stop the match for blood like he did the the, the taipei death match with uh axel versus ian rotten in ecw yeah I, i'm stopping my own match for blood <laughs>
1: But any any other final thoughts about the time bomb show? No,
0: no, you know. And if every anyone wants to see a good wrestling show and have a good time, it's time bomb. And I I believe uh, there's a, there's another new promotion coming out from Thief River, if I remember right.
1: I I, I did hear about a, another promotion, Thief River. And I know there's a second promotion in Fargo also. So, Low zero wrestling, I believe. Yeah. I think
0: I think that the Thief River one is called Deadlock or something like that.
1: Sounds about right, yeah.
0: I, I I didn't even know. I knew there was two two promotions in Fargo,
1: but I didn't remi-
0: I didn't know about the one in Thief River.
1: Yeah, it's great to have some local uh, Midwest uh, Red River Valley indie promotions in the area.
0: Well, you know, as as we keep saying, you know, stay weird, Grand Forks.
1: Um, I believe we got one more ad left here. Well, I was gonna. I was gonna oh,
0: okay. Do I thought that. you were
1: about wrapping up the show. <laughs> no, no, I'm not wrapping up.
0: We'll play. We'll play this ad from Executive Properties.
1: Are you still putting off that project around the house that's been bugging you forever? Do you think you can wait until spring and call a contractor and have the work done ASAP? Well, good luck with that. Executive Properties has openings right now to get that project done. In fact, you can check out their Google reviews. Aaron says Chris and his team did a spectacular job in the damage to my aunt's garage and siding. Kept us up to date on the progress and the finished product was amazing. Thank you for your professionalism and hard work. Hey, get that project done sooner than later. Call Executive Properties, 701-330-1273.
0: All righty, then. Uh, again, next week, the Wiz- as I was saying, the Wizard of Weird was on his, uh, his uh, uh, vacation to the Toxic Waste Dumps. So he-, he wasn't here today, but he will be back next week with me again. And we're going to be talking about the movie Monkey Bone. So have a, have a good day, Grand Forks. Stay weird. And remember to take care of yourself and each other.